This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Thanks for joining us this morning. We had a lot of rain last night, lots of wind. Trees were blowing all over the place. But it's blue skies and sunny morning in the Midwest. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, run over to the Affirm America website, affirmamerica.com. Sign up. We'll shoot you out an email every time an episode's released. You can also watch 2,000 Mules over there. It's still playing free of charge. Check it out. Today is our top five headlines for this Thursday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. California Governor Newsom preparing for run at the Oval Office amid dubious policies in California. From the Las Vegas Sun, Newsom insists he has sub-zero interest in running for president. He has wisely said he'd never contest Biden. If Biden didn't run, Vice President Kamala Harris would be the early Democratic frontrunner. Newsom also said he wouldn't challenge his fellow Californian. But if Harris ran and bombed, as she did in 2020, would Newsom capitalize on the opportunity and leap into the void? Politics is about luck and timing. It's difficult for any governor of the biggest state with more people than Canada to look in the mirror in the morning and not see a president staring back at you, says Democratic consultant Gary South, the chief strategist for former California Governor Gray Davis. Presidential speculation, the lifeblood of White House wannabes, was further fueled when Newsom ran television ads in Florida on July 4th denouncing the Sunshine State's conservative social policies and plugging liberal Californians. As president, you must enact countrywide policies. His policies in California have proven to be disastrous, yet he views California as the model for the entire country. Unheard. He backs an ineffective education system controlled by his teacher union allies that leaves almost three out of five California high schoolers unprepared for either college or a career. Meanwhile, his children attend one of the capital's region's trendiest private schools. He is, in effect, an embodiment of the increasing feudal nature of modern California, which stands among the least egalitarian states in the nation and suffers the overall highest poverty rate in the country, according to the U.S. Census Bureau. Inequality here now surpasses that of Mexico and is closer to that of the Central American banana republics of Guatemala and Honduras than it is to developed countries such as Canada and Norway. California also suffers the widest gap between middle and upper middle income earners of any state while driving up housing costs and narrowing opportunities for working-class people in blue-collar industries. Well, those of you that have uh, been awakened to the Democratic Party, if you don't realize that the Democrats just about ruin everything they touch because of their ideas of how to run countries, how to run governments, that's why you have uh, over a, a million 
Democrats fleeing the Democratic Party, and they're all coming over to the Republican Party. Now, the Republican Party better wake up and make sure that it continues to attract uh, these new voters in ways in which they can see real results and not just to come to a party that lets them down just like the Democrats have. And that's with smaller government, lower taxes, less regulations, energy independence, southern border protected, supporting police, funding the police, cracking down on crime, lawfulness, all these things. As long as the Republicans continue to speak the truth and speak their message, then it's a winning message and Newsom has not any opportunity to come in and wreck the United States of America. So good luck, Democrats. If you want to let him run, fine. He'll be an easy pushover if the American people can see exactly where he stands on all the issues. All right, headline number four, John Kerry slammed for carbon emission hypocrisy. Fox News, several Republican lawmakers criticized John Kerry following a Fox News digital report Tuesday showing his family private jet has emitted more than 300 metric tons of carbon since President Biden took office. The lawmakers accused Kerry, who President Biden appointed to be the federal government's lead global climate envoy of hypocrisy, arguing arguing he has taken advantage of the same fossil fuels he is attempting to force Americans to transition away from. Kerry's family's private jet has made 48 trips, emitting about 325 metric tons of carbon since January of 2021, according to data obtained Tuesday by Fox News. Quote, Joe Biden launched his war on American energy on his first day in office, shutting down domestic energy production and making us reliant on our enemies, end quote. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, told Fox News Digital in a statement. RNC Research, Fox News Biden climate czar John Kerry is an energy hypocrite for his trips on his family's gas-guzzling private jet. Yeah, so it's just these small groups of elites that think they are better than everybody else, that they can uh, tell you what to do, but they themselves don't do what they tell you to do. This is typical liberalism, typical totalitarianism. These guys, they think they know what's best, and they just chip away and strip away our freedoms over time. Enough is enough. So we, the people, have to rise up. We, the people, have to speak out and knock these elites down because they don't know what's best for us. We know what's best for ourselves. And until we send that message to these elites, they're going to continue to try to control us. And the recent climate emergency that Biden's trying to to push is another example. They're always using the emergency situation, like with COVID, to take more and more control. This is typical of elitists. This is typical of especially Democrats who are all about power, all about control, all about pushing us down. They don't like us to be free and independent. They want to have control over our thoughts and our actions. All right, headline number three, poll. Hispanic support for Joe Biden sinks to 19%. From the National Review, the vast majority of Hispanics are unhappy with President Biden's overall job performance, and their dissatisfaction extends to a suite of issues including the economy, foreign policy, gun violence, and the handling of Russia-Ukraine crisis. 
Only 19% of Hispanics approve of Biden's conduct as president, while 70% disapprove, according to a new Quinnipiac poll released Wednesday. Of Hispanics who disapprove, 49% feel strongly about it, while 20% are somewhat discontented. As skyrocketing inflation continues to strangle household budgets, causing many families to struggle to afford basic consumer goods such as gas and food, the economy is weighing most heavily on voters' minds, and especially for Hispanics, the poll shows. Quinnipiac poll. Asked to choose the most urgent issue facing the country today, inflation, 34%, ranks first, followed by gun violence, 12%. Among Republican, inflation is 48%, ranks first, followed by immigration, 16%, with no other issue reaching double digits. Among Democrats, gun violence, 22%, ranks first, followed by abortion, 14%, inflation, 14%, election laws, 12%, and climate change, 11%. Okay, so these polls are very telling. You can see exactly where the Democrats fit on the scale. Everything that they are highly concerned about are things that are really out of touch, you know, things like... uh, you know, number one is being gun violence, as where most of the country is concerned about inflation and high energy costs. These are the things that most Americans are really, really concerned about. They're they're more interested in these uh, feely good uh, ideological things like abortion, fourteen percent. American people are they they they've already spoken. They they know exactly what how they feel about abortion, and it's not at the top of their list. It's like the last of the list for most people where it comes in second for Democrats. And then inflation hits down there third, only at 14%, where everybody else is way at the top of the list. And election laws, well, okay. So what they what they mean by election laws is they want to be able to cheat. So it's not about voter ID or integrity. It's about, yeah, let's make it easier for us to cheat. And, of course, climate change is uh, 11%. That's, these are their most top priorities, and that's why they're going to get wiped out in the midterms. All right, headline number two, Mayor Eric Adams frustrated over surge of immigrants in New York City, demands federal government pay for housing. From NBC News, New York City Mayor Eric Adams on Tuesday demanded the federal government help pay for what he said was a wave of asylum seekers pouring into the city, claiming its safety net was being strained by busloads of people coming from border states and elsewhere. Adams' comments echo those of Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, who took to national TV Sunday morning to say her city's homeless shelters were filling up because of buses being sent in mass to the city from Texas and Arizona. But as opposed to D.C., the problem in New York City is exasperated by its right to shelter mandate, which means any homeless asylum seeker who comes to town by any means has to be put in a bed somewhere. Currently, New York City has experienced a marked increase in the number of asylum seekers who are arriving from Latin America and other regions. In some instances, families are arriving on buses sent by the Texas and Arizona governments, while in other cases, it appears that individuals are being sent by the federal government, Adams said in a statement, adding that more than 2,800 asylum seekers have entered the shelter system in recent weeks. Julio Rosas Adams blamed Texas and Arizona for busing the people from the southern border to his town, but the buses from those 
two states are only being sent to Washington, D.C. In the month of June, Border Patrol agents along the southern border encountered over 200,000 illegal border crossers. A majority of those are the ones who are willingly turning themselves in so that they can be processed and released. This has strained resources in border towns, which prompted Texas and Arizona to send people to Washington, D.C. on a voluntary basis. From RNC Research, Democrat New York City Mayor Eric Adams says the influx of illegal immigrants is a real burden on New Yorkers. Food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our schools. There's just a whole lot of things that this is going to produce. Well, hey, good for uh, Texas and uh, Arizona for sending those uh, border crossers into Washington, D.C. and New York, these two Democratic cities and states. That's what you get, you know. I mean, uh, you're the ones that got the borders wide open. You're the ones that are creating this problem. And now you're seeing pushback from these cities that can't handle it. Now, you know what the rest of the country's feeling. And uh, hopefully this is a message sent to the Biden administration. They get off their duff and close the damn border and we can solve this problem. But oh no, they don't want to close the borders. They want to keep them coming in. And now New York City and Washington, D.C. are pushing back. So what's it going to be? What are you going to do? If you see problems in your own states, get on the telephone, call your representatives, give them an earful and tell them to get off the stick and let's close that southern border. All right, headline number one. Missouri officials decline FBI's request to hand over private concealed carry information. From ABC News, several Missouri County sheriffs are worried about an alleged FBI request for concealed carry permit holder records. The request allegedly state that Missouri County Sheriff's offices will need to hand over concealed carry permit holders records to the FBI. However, Captain Brian Lear, who works at the Boone County Sheriff's Office, says it's never been asked to do this. We have no intention of releasing concealed carry weapon permits to anyone, or for that matter, we don't even know anybody that's wanting that information, said Lear. From Fox News, Missouri officials are slamming a planned FBI audit of various sheriff's offices in the state, saying the audit is an attempt to illegally obtain information on concealed carry permit holders. One sheriff in particular said that even under a threat of federal arrest, he will not comply and release the concealed carry information. As the sheriff of Scotland County, I want all my citizens to know that I will not allow, cooperate, or release any CCW information to the FBI, even at the threat of a federal arrest. Republican Scotland County Sheriff Brian Whitney wrote the residents of his community on Monday. Point blank, I will go down with the ship if need be. The letter, which was re reviewed by Fox News Digital on Tuesday, said Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt also demanded that the FBI cease their attempts to illegally obtain information from local sheriffs on Missourians who have concealed carry permits and sent a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray on the matter last week. Okay, so this is a direct assault on our Second Amendment rights. The whole purpose of the Second Amendment is to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government, a government that wants to control us, that wants to take away our freedoms, and the fact that the FBI, who represents the government, wants all that information on who owns a gun is direct opposition to the Second Amendment rights. It needs to be stopped, 
And why does the FBI want these numbers anyway in the first place? Why do they want to keep track of who has the guns? In any totalitarian country, that's the first thing they want to do is take away your guns. And having a record of who has a gun puts us right in the sights of the government when it comes to taking away our freedoms and overthrowing our government. So it's not what the Democrats want to paint the picture that it's all about safety and protection from uh, gun owners. It's just a power grab by the federal government. And the fact that these sheriffs are standing up, that's exactly what they do. They do not let the federal government come in and take that sensitive information. In California, last month, after the Supreme Court passed their ruling on New York, released all the concealed carry information saying that it was a, a hack job or something. But these guys in California are Democrats, and they, they should be prosecuted for doing that. That's, again, a direct violation of our Second Amendment rights. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 